Oh, we're doing this? Okay. Bonus episode. Got it. <clears throat> In the very near future, David Dangerbite, leader of the Crypt Kicker Trio, and most likely a vampire, sits down for a chat with MHR, Music Hits Radio, to discuss his music, the night that changed his life forever, and let's be totally honest here, to find out if he truly is a vampire. Okay, and we are recording. Thank you again, David, for fitting me into your busy schedule. Is that clock right? Yes, you wanted to meet at night. It is currently 11 p.m. Okay, good. As you can see, I haven't left the house. I sleep for as long as I want, whenever I want. Perks of being a rock star. I just, uh, have to be somewhere at six. Yes, of course. Uh, now, where were we? Uh, yeah, so... There we are, right? About to play the best fucking show of our lives when some blockhead of the bar starts having a conversation with me. With me! David fucking Dangerbite! Can you believe it? Bless him, though. He gave me the idea for the best song. Blockhead, big man, little mustache, stupid sexy Brutus. Which isn't really a song about how sexy he was, more about how sexy I look comparatively. The man's grotesque. Uh, I'm sure he was handsome in his own right. That was at the infamous Creepsburg Roadhouse, yes? Ah, yeah. It's the best place to play this side of Skull Mountain. It's total anarchy, man. Mental. It was our favorite place to play. And the only place you were allowed to play. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you're coming off the high of just creating Blockhead, a song that would become your biggest hit, a song that would skyrocket you to the middle of the charts. What happened after the show? Right, so uh, we decided to leave on a high note, meaning we wrote Blockhead right there on the spot, wrote some other new songs, <laughs> bailed on those loser fans, you know, real rock star stuff. We're driving down some piss poor excuse for the road when Grim, my bass player, notices something in the rear view. Wait, I'm sorry, I have to stop the tape. Why was Grim moaning? Grim speaks in old Halloween sound effects. Oh, well, that's certainly Don't unique. interrupt me again or I'll rip your throat out. My uh, apologies, David. I'm a nice guy. I'm fair. Uh, of course you are. Anyways, I was saying, Grim saw something that night. What? Headlights? I don't see headlights. You want to start something? I don't care if you're a couple millennia old. I'm in charge of this outfit. Now, that's just mean. And, wouldn't you know it, I looked behind us once more and there was a motorcycle on our tail, just as Grim said. It was swerving trying to stay in our blind spot. I didn't really know what to do, so I just started throwing empty beer cans out the window at him. Man, this guy just won't give up. I know, I know, he's gaining on us. Drive faster! Grim hit the gas, and the headlights behind us faded into darkness. We started to celebrate our triumph over the angry driver. Me pounding a few beers, Grim reaping a few souls he had stashed away. And Danimal, that's my monster drummer, he was asleep the whole thing. Now, see, it was at this time that my only weakness got the best of me. Well, I say weakness, but it's not really a weakness because I'm awesome. And what's that? Hubris. So this joker is now climbing his way up the back doors onto the roof of the van, like a T-1000 or something. Oh, that can't be good for the paint. Certainly not. And this dude's got full-on crocodile Dundee Bowie knives. Bowie knives, you mean? Interrupt me again? Uh-oh. 
I told you, I will kill you. Sorry. They were stabbing into the cabin, cutting through the nice headliner Grimm just bought. It was brand new. It really tied the van together. Just when I was about to console my good friend about his loss, this wacko jumps on the hood of the van, landing right in front of Grimm in his driver's seat. I got a good look at him. He was wearing a trench coat and a fedora, which, let's be honest, is a little played out. Barely were those words out of my mouth when he slams his fist through the glass and jabs forward with one of his knives. Grim, look out! The knife grazes Grim's cloak and, you know, Grim Reaper is essentially invincible. He just disappeared into the air, leaving behind some plume of black smoke. Pretty rock star, if you ask me. But now I'm like Ozzy Osbourne, and there's no one driving this crazy train. The van finally came to a rest against the hard side of a tree. The silhouette of Dick Tracy was thrown from the hood of the van into the dark. All the while, Danimal's still asleep. Don't ask me how. So, I step out of the van and take a look where there's nothing but trees and darkness. I walk around the back doors to check on Danimal when I feel a knife slide under my neck. I've sliced pizzas thicker than your neck. You ready to die, Edward? He says. Bollocks, I say. This charade has gone long enough. Like I wrote in my song, bat to the bone. Try to hold me down, your chances are fat. Slip out of your hands, I'll turn into a bat. And that's exactly what I did. You turned into a bat? Well, uh, I mean, no. I, it's, it's a simile or a, a metaphor. Something like that. It was for the song. Anyways, I, I broke free from him. I used my bat-like sense of sight to navigate the forest, found my way back to town, and went home. You weren't worried that he followed you? Not at all. He probably got lost in the woods. Or he woke up Danimal and now he's dead. Either way, sucks to be him. This has been quite a story. What's next for you, David? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, Grim has yet to reappear, so I guess I'm looking for a new bass player. If anyone out there is listening can play bass, let me know. Also, are we sure that clock's working right? Hasn't really moved this entire time. Well, uh, no doubt you are destined for greatness. You've got night vision and insatiable appetite for destruction, possess the ability to turn into a bat, and an affinity for hurting your biggest fan's feelings. What? I never said- Bear with me. I want to show you something. That accent. The interviewer stood and walked toward the window in David's apartment revealing an old, stained trench coat folded over the back of his chair. That coat! You don't work for Music Hits Radio at all, do you? The interviewer stands resolute in front of the blacked-out curtains, tracing the fabric with his finger. My apologies for being so forward with you with this next question, David. Are you a vampire? What? No. Let's hope not. The interviewer throws open the curtains and daylight floods the room. David's skin begins to bubble and boil as the sun's rays bite at him. Ah! What have you done? The interviewer removes his suit, revealing green skin and a turtle shell. He puts on the trench coat, reaches into the pocket, and pulls out a scarlet eye mask and begins tying it around his head. I did what needed to be done for my brothers and for Brutus. Brutus? That block head? Not anymore. As David draws his last breath, he hears a motorcycle pull away and thinks of a great song idea. That tape recorder still <coughs> running. I got <coughs> one last track to lay down. 
on my face, I'm gonna die today Yeah, I'm a bad vampire and it's time to pay Yeah, these are my final thoughts, my last words to say Hey, here comes the chorus from your favorite vampire, baby Vampires go to heaven Drinking blood slushes from the 7-Eleven Yeah Vampires go to heaven Drinking blood slushes from the 7-Eleven Yeah, yeah Hey, Mr. Sunshine You may be able to kill me But you'll never kill rock and roll Ha 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 